Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. Welcome guys, we are here today with another one of our caffeine casts and I'm joined by Lou Crocker who is actually one of the ladies that works with us around property. So Lou got into being a property investor but she hasn't always been an investor. So Lou, welcome. Hi Tracy. Um, Tell the guys listening, because you've got a really interesting background, what were you doing before you got involved in property? Um, I've been an aviation firefighter for 22 years now. Uh, Before that, I was a physical training instructor in the Royal Air Force. Um, Have been doing property by Tillet for about 17, 18 years, but just as a hobby, really. Okay, so... When did you get involved in doing property sort of on a professional footing as a business stands? Because, you know, I know you've been doing it 15, 16, 17 years, whatever, but you, you haven't always necessarily been doing it as a business then? Uh, no, that's right. Um, that was just, just really like a hobby. Um, I went, got into it a little bit more about two and a, two years, nearly about two and a half years ago. Okay, and, and back sort of 17 years ago what what got you into buying properties um I think a bit of a hobby really um I saw a few nice places and just bought them maybe not the the right sort of places maybe some new builds um just let them out and uh just continued sort of just continued with that and then uh, stopped for a while okay now we'll we'll go back to property in a second but our, our show isn't just about property investment that's just one area of, of creating income you know the the fact that you are out there and I know I think it's Heathrow you work at isn't it yeah that's yeah. right so you've come out of the sort of air force you've gone on and become an aviation firefighter you know how did you go from uh, you know I get the fact that there's planes involved in both in some ways but Mm. how did you go from being in the air force to then training as a female firefighter so uh, when I left um, the air force I went into uh, retained firefighting which is like a fire a part-time firefighter um, just uh, for a year really enjoyed it and then decided to go full-time so as I was moving down to the south, I just put in for some um, for some different counties and I decided to put in for Heathrow Airport and uh, yeah, got the job there. It's, very, it's quite similar the way it's, um, it's quite a lot of sort of service mentality. So it's uh, uniform based, discipline based. So yeah, pretty similar to the forces. Cool. And, you know, although it's getting a lot more common, firefighting is not traditionally classed as a female environment so so for for ladies or even guys out there from that fact that are like you know maybe they're they're starting to look at their career what would you give as advice to people that wanted to get into becoming a firefighter um yeah it's open to anyone anyone or you've got a obviously you've got to fit the uh, selection tests so the I suppose the big thing is fitness. As long as they're quite fit, quite strong, um, yeah, go for it. It's a it's a great career, really good career. Brilliant. So, um, heading back on over to the property, which is what we're talking to you about today. I know you're doing some amazing projects. You've got. I know you already had some buy to let, but I know from the last year with what you've been working on, you've got involved in some HMOs. 
and actually they're they're slightly different from normal in, on the base of who actually lives in them but you've got hmos you've been doing a few higher end sort of flips where you buy properties do them up and sell them mm-hmm. but i know you've bought a couple of properties that are going through at the minute where you're doing some bigger stuff conversions and mm-hmm. other stuff going on give the guys an idea of what kind of projects you're working on because they're they are a distance away from your normal buy to let yeah so i'm uh, in the area i live which is uh, hampshire surrey i'm working on some land deals so we've got some bits of land we got planning in to build um, another property um, also i'm doing a conversion of a commercial unit to flats down south um, up north i've got a few hmos um, that are going on at the moment and also a commercial shop um, that i'm gonna put out to uh, supported supported um, housing and a charity group so i've got a bit a bit of um I suppose uh, the bits I'm doing down south are to sell on, the bits I'm doing up north are to keep for uh, cash flow. Okay, and was that sort of planned or has that come about by accident? Um, I don't think it's planned really. I I wanted to do some bits near to where I live, um, but buy to let, I didn't really want any more buy to let where I, I live, so... Um, yeah, I think it's just fallen into place, really. I didn't really want to go down the route of HMOs, and I have got one and looking at buying it. Well, we've got another two going through. Um, it, I do like I do like the developing side, so it has made me realise I like that side, um, and I also like the commercial side. So I think by doing a variety of stuff, it sort of pointed out a few different um, options for me. Yeah, and and so in terms of the HMOs, I know you're working with a company who specifically, you know, it's it's not students, it's not professionals, you're working with effectively helping people in the community. So Mm -hmm. the the letting agent you work with around that space, what kind of community services are they doing utilising your properties? So she's working... um She's working for a sub, uh, supported housing, um, but more so now she's going into the charity with uh, domestic abuse. Um, so one of my HMOs is going to go out to um, a, a, a domestic abuse for women. Um, and she's also looking at doing for what, one for men as well, which is, uh, yeah, which is really good. And also one of my shops she's going to do as a uh, drop-in centre that's brilliant and it, it yeah domestic abuse we we often think that they're females but they're not that you've got males you've got females you know you've got all different types of people can get end up being effectively on the wrong side if you like of domestic abuse so, so that's brilliant and i know you had some interesting stuff um whereby one of them you were looking at taking one of your buildings and actually getting permission to actually make it more bedrooms and you got a little bit of local backlash yeah how did that impact you yeah I don't like things like that um yeah I had about about 80 comments I think um all about we don't want those sort of people around here etc um, it was it was just a lot of noise, really. It does affect you because you do worry what people say. But um, I think they've just seen other ones before that haven't been managed as well. 
Um, I know that ours are managed very well, um, but it's very difficult to put that point across to them that what you do is is a bit different and that you actually care about it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's going through okay. Um, yeah, and it you know this gets me on my soapbox a little bit because I really hate it. Everybody's got to live somewhere, guys. You, you know, you can't always you know there are good neighbours and bad neighbours and yeah there are some properties as Lou says they're not managed properly and so you end up you know that does create problems and issues for neighbours but at the end of the day just like people there are good managers bad managers there's good people there's bad people and I just find it I find it a little bit appalling that it's okay these people Hmm. in inverted commas as long as they're not living next door to me, that's fine. Well, hey, you know what? This world is shared. It doesn't belong to anybody. And it really gets my goat when things like that go in the paper. You know, hmm. yeah, it's fine. Let them live somewhere, but not near me. So, yeah. you know, if you've got some bad tenants next to you, they're going to be bad tenants whether they're living in a single house as one family or whether they're living in a house that's got eight different people living in it. It's not about what the type of property is, guys. It's about the type of person and how they're treated. And if some people are treated well, they will treat their neighbours, the community and their landlords well. So, yeah, that's me off my soapbox, yeah. but it always gets my goat, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, Louis, Louis a quiet. She's she basically, Louis an unsung hero. She's a female firefighter. She's an amazing woman. And what she probably hasn't let come across right now is she at one stage probably had four or five properties all going through either build, purchase or restructuring all at the same time. And that's a lot for many people. So, you know, Lou's Lou's not somebody that's made multi-millions off property. She's neither at the beginning of her journey, but she's actually got out there and took action which i guess being a firefighter is probably default and nature to you isn't it lou yeah. so for those guys out there that you know they might have done one or two properties they've probably staggered them what sort of lessons learned do you have and tips do you have for people who might decide to actually have several projects going on at once is it advisable is it easy running how did you find it? Yeah, it, it's not easy running. No, I think it's it's a big thing that you go on about all the tr- time traces, your mindset and how you deal with this. Um, I treat it very much like um, a marathon, an ultramarathon. I split it down. You've got to split it down, split the jobs down and, you know, stagger them out in, in your diary. Don't look at the big picture um, because it could get a little bit scary. Um, yeah, and try to not get over consumed with everything. Try to try and sit back and look into it because you can sometimes you, your mind gets a bit too fuzzy when you've got too much going on. So take a breather, take a step back and look from afar. Brilliant. That is fantastic advice. And if somebody's just getting started in property, you know, forget whether they're going to do one at a time or six at a time. If somebody hasn't yet started in property and they're considering it as an income stream, mm. what would you tell someone um, who's a, thinking of embarking on that journey that you've already started? I'd say one of the big things is having support. So have a support around you. Even if you got you don't have um, people around you that are doing that thing, i.e. your family, 
make sure they know what you're doing because even if it's somebody who gets gets it or an ear to listen to because it does get tough sometimes um and yeah just just go with what you find um and yeah go for it confidence is a big thing brilliant now you and i have been working together oh gosh probably about nine months now you've been part of our mastermind program um what's been your biggest benefit i mean you were you were a property investor that was already getting on doing it you were successful you were building a portfolio you certainly weren't a beginner so what's been your biggest benefit of being involved in a mastermind program like ours I think it's having other people around because it can be a lonely experience. Um, it's having other people around that are doing the same thing, moaning about the same things. It's just nice to know you're not alone. Um, and also from the mindset point of view, um, some, it's, it's nice to have somebody there to be accountable to. Um, and yeah, that can listen. Yeah, and I mean, for myself... Um we've already heard from my business coach and I've been in property now 13 years I've owned property for a lot longer I've got 25 years in business I still have a mentor stroke coach guys for my business and I I don't think I'll ever stop having someone to help me because I can get stuck on stuff just like somebody that's new just like somebody that's been in a few years there will be times when you hit a hurdle and sometimes it's just nice having somebody you can pick up the phone to or message and just help with that hurdle so Lou it's been brilliant and I know in recent months you've got your portfolio to a stage where your partner could leave work yeah how what kind of feeling was that when your partner was no longer having to go to work every day oh it's really helped me out I mean it's a it's a gray line isn't it when 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 do you leave and when don't you um but you know you haven't got enough money coming in but and you've got to keep the other job going but then you can't progress any further forward because you don't have enough time so um yeah we went for it and it's taken so much pressure off me um all our systems are now much better um so yeah it's really benefited us both really um and like i said before you can look into the business so i'm no longer working in it i'm working on it um which has really helped that that's brilliant Lou and what about firefighting for you is is this because some people when they get into doing businesses of their own for some people it's because they want out of a career they've got for others it's because they love the career they've got but it maybe doesn't give them everything they're after so yeah firefighting is it for you forever or is it just until the portfolio can see you leave it too um I'm quite happy I like it I like my job um I I'm quite happy working doing both at the moment I can retire from next year um I can take early retirement but I think the important thing for me will be next year I will be able to have that choice I don't think I will leave it but it's just nice to know I can go either way yeah, it makes a big difference, doesn't it, when yeah. it's no longer a case of I have to be there, it's that I choose to be there. Yeah. And that is an amazing feeling. So, Lou, mm-hmm. it's been an absolute pleasure, but I just have one question left for you. Mm-hmm. Sweat, grit or hustle, which one resonates with you the most? Grit. And why is that? <laughs> 
Um, you need you need a lot of grit sometimes. Um, you get a lot of things chucked at you. There's a lot of things that don't always go to plan, and you've got to think of a plan A, a plan B. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. That's the one for me, grit. Definitely grit. Yeah, and I know. And I know in recent weeks, grit's de- definitely been there, with perhaps a little bit of sweat with some of the stuff we've discussed offline. Yeah. So, guys, you have been listening to the amazing Lou Crocker. Um, unsung hero for definite in my mind firefighter aviation putting some people through their paces because she still does a lot of physical training even though she's possibly not teaching it but what an amazing journey so far on her property since she's done it professionally as a business guys we will speak to you next week to keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on sweat grit and hustle do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.